0: A lot of people have a hard time wrapping their heads around this one. You can get exactly what you want. This is the secret to the universe. (laughs) In the context of careers, become the best in the world at what you do, keep redefining what it is until this is true. The corollary in relationships and in life more generally is become the best in the world at who you are keep redefining who that is until this is true. There's an unexpected area of life that teaches us this perfectly. That is kink. (laughs) Depending on the research study, between one-third and one-half of all adults are into some sort of kink. About two-thirds have fantasized about it. But the vast majority of people keep that desire secret even when they are in relationships. Think about that. Most people have a sense of exactly what it is they want, or to try at least, but are too afraid and too ashamed to bring it up, even to the person they love most. I think there's a lot to learn from the ubiquity of the desire for a kink and the ubiquity of the shame and silence around it. One theory of kinks, for example, is that it's really just a psychological process in response to an unconscious danger. It's a bit counterintuitive. So, for instance, someone into being dominant may have beliefs about some insecurity, leading to feelings of anxiety or guilt they want to dissipate. Someone into being submissive may have beliefs about their power, leading to feelings of shame and guilt they too want to dissipate. Kate makes it safe to experience sexual pleasure. Sexual fantasies, according to this theory, are constructed to transcend our shame about what is okay or not okay. The attraction to having someone else in control, for instance, or having power over you, can alleviate the guilt of quote-unquote using the person for sexual pleasure and alleviate the guilt from people-pleasing. It's not something you heal or fix but it's something you can understand and even draw great insight from our deepest fear really is not that we're inadequate but that we're powerful beyond measure another quick insight from some of the research into kink is the following equation attraction plus obstacles equals excitement again attraction plus obstacles equals excitement. Now, whatever you think the world is withholding from you, you are withholding from the world. For instance, if you think, why do I always have to take care of others? What you might be withholding is taking care of yourself. The internet has not only massively broadened the possible space of careers, but it has also massively increased the possibility of want matches and alignment romantically, sexually, relationally. Desire itself can be fun. Desire itself can be fun. There's a misconception that desire is some sort of contract with yourself, that you'll be unhappy until you get exactly the thing you want. But for things you believe you can have, for things you believe that are available to you, desire can be fun for things you believe that are beyond your reach, unavailable to you, that desire may be painful. The belief that you have to settle when it comes to getting what you want comes from an underlying belief of lack of scarcity. That what you actually want is unavailable to you wrong or unworthy. One of the counter arguments I often hear is that, well, believing that is somehow unrealistic or some kind of fantasy land dream. (laughs) What's unrealistic, actually, is thinking that among the eight billion humans on Earth, there isn't at least one who is a perfect want match for you. Most people are only looking for a romantic relationship with one person. The fantasy land is to sit in the comfortable security blanket of the lie that what and who you want isn't available to you. Reality is you getting what you want. Why? Because people want different things. Let me repeat this. People want different things. The red queen hypothesis in evolutionary biology tells us that a species has to adapt and evolve for survival because other organisms and other pathogens are also evolving. It's all a fancy way of saying that people want different things. It actually like helps keep our species alive. (laughs) This is good news. (laughs) Before the internet, you might have still wanted exactly the thing you wanted. And even if you got past the point of denial about it and acknowledged to yourself what it is you wanted, it would be pretty difficult to meet your exact want match. It's a pre-internet belief to think that what you want most must be geographically constrained, that the job you work, that the friends you make, that the love of your life has to be within some predefined radius of the place you were born. The geographic lottery is over, if you are willing to believe so. By contrast, Mimesis is when we copy or mimic other people. It's when we fall victim to the lie that people want the same thing. Some philosophers think that mimesis is the root of all rivalry between humans. When we think that we have to have what he's having or get the guy that he's getting, we create a zero-sum game with our mind. A zero sum game is where one person loses for another to win. Where one person's dollar gained is another person's dollar lost. If he finds love, that means you won't. If he gets that opportunity, it means you don't. It's the opposite of reality, which is a positive sum game. A positive sum game is one where you winning means I win where you make money by creating value and that value creates more opportunities for others to make money. Where you're finding love sets an example of what's possible, meaning you create more of it in the world. Positive sum games are no illusion. They're no pipe dream. They are the cold hard truth of the possibility in this information age. There's an important branch of philosophy that says that most ideas have basically always been laying around. It's whatever the available technology is of the time that is upstream or determines what's possible to become reality. Well, with new technology, you can literally do more with less. Think about it. Google made information on anything free to anyone with an internet connection. WhatsApp and other apps made it free to communicate with anyone, if we've come so far on things like gene therapy to regenerative medicine, to bionic eyes and vaccines, don't you think you can get what you want in your relationships? You know, one thing is upstream of the technology itself, your thoughts. What we haven't yet achieved is this full stack narrative the end-to-end story of what's possible for gay men in the 21st century. With a few exceptions, we haven't told the story that anything gay men want for themselves, yes, including happy, loving, monogamous relationships, is possible. Let me plant this flag in the ground loud and clear. You, and I mean you, can get exactly what you want. And once you get it, you'll realize it's no better there than here. If you're fired up, head on over to JonathanHerzogCoach.com and book a one-on-one consult now. Let's go.